want to say some of these encounters been doggy style from behind. Hello and welcome to Thoughts and Perspectives, a Swinger Lifestyle Podcast. We are Ben and Kay, a two-physician couple in the lifestyle and would like to share with you our thoughts and perspectives on related topics. We are physicians, but we are not your physicians. If you have any concerns about your personal or mental health, you should talk with your own doctors. This is an adult podcast and is not intended for people under the age of 18. Welcome to episode two. Uh, this is going to be our uh, Reddit Q&A number one. Um, we're going to take some assorted topics from uh, from Reddit uh, to talk about our, our thoughts and perspectives. Specifically, this is from r slash swingers, right? Yeah, our swingers. Um, we've uh, we picked out some some um, interesting topics that we think uh, people would be would like to hear about. Number one, the hot wife dismissed early. Number two, the newbies. A couple asks if swinging is right for them. Number three is going to be taking one for the team. And number four is a question about stamina times two. Um, so for our first topic, um, this is a thread titled, I'm new to the world slash need advice. Uh, so this is a single male in the lifestyle. Um, he meets up with this, uh, this woman he meets on Tinder. The husband knows about it. Um, he's, uh, quite an introvert. The lady's pretty, uh, pretty extroverted. They meet at a bar. Um, and as soon as they go into the bar, the lady's, uh, greeted by someone who works there or, or maybe another patron, um, who says that her group is meeting in an hour. And so the guy, the guy grills her for a while and eventually figures out that it's her swinging group that's meeting in an hour. And she seems pretty stoked about this. Um, but before the group gets there, she sends him home and she says, you know, you're, maybe you're not quite ready to meet the group, you know, cause he's a little anxious and a little introverted. Uh, but she texts him later that she would like to see him again. So what do you think about that? You know, I just imagining myself, you know, that I'm sitting in the bar and, you know, this is like a hot wife scenario, right? And, you know, like my girl's group comes in and I'm like, whoops, you know, um, that is an interesting question that this is not a random group of friends. This is a swinging group who right. would completely understand even if you, you know, you say, hey, what a coincidence. I was um, actually on the prowl for my next hot wife experience and, you know, here's so-and-so. Um, I feel like, you know, like that would go well with this particular yeah, group. I think that was the intent. I think she meant to meet with this guy and then hang out with this guy and the group, but maybe he turned out to be a little bit more introverted than she was expecting and saw that he was nervous and thought, well, maybe, maybe you need some more time or, you yeah. know, maybe she was... Because she, it sounds like she is interested because she did text him later and say, hey, I want to meet you again. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I don't like the guy or I'm embarrassed of the guy. But... You know, it's also hard to manage your date, so to speak, and, you know, manage a group dynamic and, you know, say hi to all your friends. And so, like, me personally, I would not combine, you know, a, a, let's say we arranged to meet with another couple. You know, like if, yeah. if we wanted to yeah. play in our area and, you know, trying to get to know them. And at the same time, there's like a, you know, another swinger meet and great, you know, it goes Yeah, on. that's that's true. Uh, but who knows? Maybe she only has one night out a month. 
Oh, that's true. You know, and has a limited amount of time. I thought, hey, let's mm -hmm. kill two birds and one stone. And she thought, hey, I'll meet with him. He you can know, meet my group. We'll hang out with my group. And then we'll go back to his place after just, we're done. It just dawned on me. I, I could see a scenario where this would actually be very advantageous for a woman sitting in a bar meeting a random guy, right? There's safety people. Oh, yeah, because you got your friends there. Yeah. yeah so if you arrange point. it during the time... And especially a swingers group because they know what the like, you know, what, they know what the deal is, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they're, um, you know, it was like trial and error. Maybe she thought about it, you know, later on and maybe, you know, changed her mind. Yeah, or maybe she felt like, oh, hey, this guy seems pretty safe. I'll see him again. I don't need my friends to vet him. Oh, that's... that's... good to go, and then I can enjoy the rest of the night, hang out with my friends. I'm not sure. That that could be the scenario here, actually. You know, like, if, if it is, that's a pretty pro move right there. Yeah, yeah this is a... <laughs> you're dealing with a professional. Right? The newbies. Um, the, the title of the post is a loving couple looking to get into swinging. Uh, this is a post by a couple in their late thirties. They describe themselves as in average shape, fairly attractive. Um, they say they're married, um, for several years, uh, open-minded. They're satisfied with their sex life at home and they have good communication. Um, and they want to know where and how to start. Um, they're considering going to a club to observe. Yeah, they have really good foundation for starting right. a swinging relationship. I feel like that's, the, you know, not talked about it enough. And many people actually get into it when their relationship is not doing great. And I feel like that's a little bit of a setup. Yeah, you know, if you're, if you're already kind of in a downward spiral, you're unsatisfied with your sex life at home or your partner for whatever reason, uh, I don't think that swinging is going to fix anything for you. And so that's not a, that's not a good, healthy place to come from. I, I feel like you have to, you have to fix those things and be in a, in a good space before you get started. Um, otherwise it's just going to exacerbate the problems. Um, communication, uh, good communication, super important. You know, I was thinking about communication and you have to communicate a lot more in the lifestyle because you have to communicate your fantasies. You have to communicate when you don't have good experiences. You have to, you know, kind of dig it up and bring it up to your partner as quickly as possible. If something went wrong, you know, mm -hmm. during the experience, um, you have to be, you know, vulnerable enough and know that your partner you know, will hear you out and support you no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that good communication is really a great, great start for this yep. couple. And the progression really, I feel like it doesn't matter as long as it's something that interests you both. That's where I would start. You know, like if you are both interested in, you know, jumping with both feet, right? And and really trying out full swap and that's what yeah. you want. And some people do okay with that. Right? Um, and mm. I think most couples uh, tend to start same room soft swap when they're when they're just getting into the lifestyle, but there are plenty of couples who start off in a whole pass situation. So, and we met a couple like that a few weeks ago uh, where they said, you know, either the husband or the wife would go off on their hall pass and then they'd come back and talk about their experiences. Yeah, um, that was different from us, but yeah, it, it yeah. worked well for them. 
and they seem to really enjoy that experience. Uh, there are also uh, couples who start with just bringing one uh, partner in, right? So like you could bring in a unicorn right. and just have a very low key encounter, you know, that is fun. Or, you know, you could bring a single male, you know, just to have, you know, just as a treat for your wife and things like that. So I feel like there's no wrong way to start as yeah. long as you both feel good about the situation. And if you don't, that you feel comfortable speaking up and saying, yeah, I'm not quite there yet. And we have met plenty of couples where one partner is ready for a full swap and, you know, has been mm -hmm. in lifestyle for years with their previous partner. And, you know, the wife is just new to lifestyle and just getting used to, you know, full swaps and things like that. And, you know, what I appreciated about those couples is they would let us know that that is what's going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can be a little bit more supportive of exactly. the less experienced partner. Exactly. And then you, you know, like we would pay more attention to, you know, to the spouse that has the least experience is making yeah. sure checking in that, you know, her experience was going well the whole yeah. time. And if you give her a whole bunch of attention, you know, she's, I think she's less likely to have, you know, jealousy issues when the, when the, I, I'm going to say husband in this case, but the genders could be reversed. Um, when, you know, the other more experienced spouse gets attention, maybe they won't get so jealous because they had so much attention themselves to begin with. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I just realized that um, what the very, very first uh, experience in the lifestyle, I think that uh, that wasn't really part of lifestyle. Uh, we came into to a club that was uh, like next to the pool and had hot tubs. And we, you and I just had sex on a open bed in the common area. Mm -hmm. And I just remember kind of that feeling of being surrounded by other nude people. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? And then being surprised that I really like it. And I was like, what, what is going on? I, I, my experience is the opposite of what I would have thought. So ever since that experience, I promised that in, in the lifestyle, I would give it a try because what I've discovered about myself is that it's hard for me to gauge my reaction. Yeah, you can't you can't predict ahead of time how you're right? necessarily going to respond to a certain situation. Because you're in a different mindset. You know, when we're in our regular life, you know, taking care of kids and work, you know, experience might not sound appealing, right? And then when you actually are doing it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so hot. Yeah. And you know, kind of on the same token, you have to be prepared for if you try an experience and you may not like it, right? So you, you have to be prepared ahead of time knowing, I might not like this. Maybe this might stir up some jealousy. I need to be prepared for that being a possibility. Yeah, you know, I, I'm also thinking like we tried to use a little bit of hand signals. Do you remember that time? We tried to use like little elbow tap or things like that. I, I think that's when we were trying to say like, oh, are we, we're trying to develop nonverbal cues to say, are we interested in that couple? I think that's what that came from. Yeah. Right. But you yeah. could develop nonverbal signals to say, I need to leave or I'm uncomfortable. You know, yeah. so yeah. even if you feel like you're not a good communicator and you don't, you know, speak up for yourself until it's too late. You could come up with a little signs to help yourself. Yeah. So I think that they have a great start, mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know, watching, uh, just checking out a club is a, you know, great way to get started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think this couple is, is exactly where you want to be if you are considering, um, getting started in the lifestyle. 
um, let's move on to topic two, uh, taking one for the team. Oh, it's um, a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, and this comes up a lot. Um, we, we always, or we frequently see a lot of asymmetry in couples, at least in terms of attractiveness. Um, that it's almost hard to find a couple that is symmetric. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the title of this post is, uh, take one for the team. Um, and so what happened with these guys, um, is this couple, um, starts with soft swapping and then they move on to full swap depending on how they feel, uh, about the couple. Um, and so they, they soft swapped with another couple. Um, the wife, um, was very attracted to the husband from the other couple, but the husband was only somewhat attracted to the wife of the other couple. Um, and his question in his words is, should I put the average phys physical attraction from me on the sidelines so we can keep the fun with friends aspect going? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, I've been pleasantly surprised with experiences where I thought I was going to take one for the team and actually really enjoyed it. You know, maybe a, like, let's say a guy is in average shape and he is, you know, less than attractive by conventional standards. But then once you get going, you're like, actually, this feels amazing. Right. So <laughs> I want to say some of these encounters have been doggy style from behind. So, you know, I would, I would say that if you're if you're coming into it with and you know you you know that you are uh pleasing your partner and you can say hey next time you know if it comes up then you know we can you know you can take one for the team and things like that um but if i feel like if you're coming in with this kind of just open mindset hey i have you know some attraction but you know, maybe i just want to see my partner really enjoy themselves. How often do you think we use the term take one for the team? Like how often do you go, do you want to take one for the team on this interaction? Like how often do we do that? Uh, there was a couple on the last cruise that I think we talked about uh, several times and we did use that. And we did use that term and then we saw that, that couple in real life and actually the, the, the husband who didn't look very attractive on their pictures actually looked pretty good in real life. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, that is a, you know, one example where even just the pictures might not be accurate. Mm -hmm. um, there was another couple that, you know, you asked me whether I'd be willing to take one for the team. And what, what I envisioned is the woman was so attractive. Her, her, uh, her boobies were just like out of this world. And I told you that I would just love to see you have sex with this woman. And, you know, I, I would take one for the team, right? That's exactly, we use that term. Yeah. And I think I said, well, let's talk with them and I'll, I'll see how you feel about that. You told me to know. sleep on it. Yeah. I told you to sleep on it. I said, don't make any decisions today. <laughs> sleep on it and tell me what you think about tomorrow. But, you know, I feel like as time went on, we are a lot more considerate of each other and, you know, kind of really check in, like, how attracted are you to the other spouse, you know, and only proceeding if we're both quite excited. Yeah, but, you know, that we've also been pleasantly surprised in that aspect as well. Um, we, not so long ago, we hooked up with a couple that we didn't really feel was 
you know, necessarily conventionally attractive, but, um, you know, after we, we hooked up with them, we were like, wow, this is a really great couple. Um, and we actually yeah. hooked up with them more than once. Um, right. So don't judge the book by the cover. Yeah. Um, see how you feel if you are wanting to try it out, kind of be open-minded in terms of you may enjoy the, you know, more than you thought. And yeah, if it, if you end up being that you did take one for the team though, I feel like afterwards maybe communicating your experience would really be important. Yeah. Do you want to talk about resentment? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, it, there was one, there was, you know, one experience where clearly I was enjoying myself way more. Mm -hmm. Um, and we also went for longer, right? So is that true? I don't remember if. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the the encounter that I think you're talking about um, is we're at the swinger club and they had a swing chair there. Uh, yes. And you were you were hooking up with this uh, this guy who was in the army, very fit, buzz cut, really pretty attractive looking guy. Um, he put you in the swing chair. You squirted several times, which is, <laughs> I guess, you were kind of into at the time, but not really a, a thing anymore. Um, but you very much enjoyed that, and I think that's probably one of your best experiences ever. Um, well, yeah, that's a good question. It definitely makes my top five. Uh, and I just really enjoyed myself. Um, it's hard to say whether it was swing chair or just the guy was very confident um, uh -huh. and was, you know, just very laid back, low key. And, you know, just, you know, I really enjoyed kind of closing my eyes and just focusing on myself and not really caring about anything and he seemed to be fine with that he didn't need any attention um so i really enjoyed it but what happened is during that whole encounter because i was facing away in the swing chair like just because the way it was hung i didn't see what you were doing but then i kind of looked over and it seemed like you were like mm, like it's okay yeah. yeah it was it was okay there wasn't a huge amount of chemistry there um, but it was okay. Um, I don't, I don't really harbor any resentment from that, that particular experience. And I'm, you know, I'm glad you had a really good experience out of that. I would totally do that again. Yeah. I think that it, you know, what's important is kind of during the encounter, like realizing that is your partner taking one from, for the Speaking team. Speaking of which, um, with that couple, I don't feel like that guy paid much attention to his partner. Yeah. Um, remember they were, um, they were not together. They, they were, weren't? they weren't. Um, so he, uh, I don't remember if it was maybe him and I were talking, but he basically told me they were not together. They were just, uh, friends. Okay. And, um, he was, um, I felt like, I felt like she needed more from him. Yeah. They were friends, but they were trying to grow their friendship uh, at the same time. And so it was like a very interesting, yeah. like friends with benefits. I, I think that's part of the reason that maybe I didn't have as good of a time is because I think she was kind of nervous and she needed more attention from him and mm -hmm. more support from him through that. Yeah, it was definitely like yeah. early relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, I do recall that. And uh, what about the Denver orgy experience? This is where I guess you <laughs> took one for the team, but didn't know ahead of the time. You know, we, we, uh, we went to this hotel. I think, I don't remember if it was hotel takeover or we went to the club first and the they club, invited right. us back to the hotel. To the hotel. That's right. Um, and I was so excited because there were, you know, multiple guys and multiple women and I've never been, you know, as 
you know, part of an orgy before. And I just, I feel like my expectations didn't match the reality. And um, by the time we get started, I think what was happening is a lot of guys drank way too much. And, um, the, you know, the, the guy I was with was kind enough to just do some oral and just, you know, apologize that, sorry, this is not going to happen. Just can't get you know. And I guess there were multiple guys there who were who weren't able to perform, right? Yeah. So yeah. there was um I remember specifically this kind of one scenario where at the end there you were the last guy standing and there were about four women that were all lined up to go and I basically just waited for you to be done and then you were done and there was this one last woman that was like not letting you go and I was like okay now I'm really taking one for the team because I was ready to go about half an hour ago yeah and so I just chilled and I was like it's fine and then I looked at you and you were really enjoying that experience yeah, I was, you know, I, before that I was pretty much ready to go home, um, but the lady stopped me and basically pulled down my pants and started performing oral on me, like, just threw me down. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I didn't know what to do, I, you know. Um, I guess I could have been like, no, 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 um, stop here, but yeah. Maybe, that would have been a really tough one to say. That, would have, to. that would have been a tough one because that, with her, that was probably one of my most memorable experiences in the lifestyle and really... Um, did a lot for me, so I appreciate you taking one for the team on that one. Isn't it interesting how this taking one for the team has been, you know, for the other partner when it did happen, it was a very meaningful experience. So I feel like if it's something really fun, it also helps me with that resentment, for right? Sure. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, it's, it was kind of meh at yeah. the time, yeah. but now I look back, I'm like, oh, it's totally worth yeah. it. Given yeah. given the amount of enjoyment um, that we get. You know, from some of these experiences, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to take one for the team if you're having that good of an experience. Exactly. But I feel like it came with a little bit of an experience of us going back and forth. That took some learning. Exactly. Because there was definitely, we definitely had some resentment and some problems early on with, with those, uh, with those encounters. I, I feel like for me, I would kind of pout and, you know, uh, sulk. Yeah. And you would, you would bring it up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And until we had another, you know, uh, lifestyle, uh, encounter, like the following week or two weeks later, and then I would forget all about yeah. it. And I'd yeah. be or, like, you know, you, you know, it would happen to the other person and you would learn a little bit and be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so that just came with experience. So at the end of the day, the question is, should I put the average physical attraction from me on the sidelines so we can keep the fun with friends aspect going? What would you, how would you answer that? I would say either way is fine. Go with what feels good. Um, you know, taking one for the team, if your partner is really enjoying it, it's fun, in my opinion. Looking yeah. back, it was memorable and really fun. Um, and if you do feel meh at the time, just share it with your partner and, and yeah. just move on. Yeah. And, the, you know, the answer is going to be unique to every individual person. So if you, if you feel like, yeah, I'm going to be pretty resentful if this happens, then just don't do it. But if you feel comfortable with it and he describes it as average physical attraction, I am totally fine with average physical attraction. That is <laughs> average is totally acceptable to me. So my answer to that question is absolutely. All right. Uh, moving on to question number three, um, a question about stamina times oh, that's two. A good one. Yeah. This one, this one comes up a lot. This one in penis size, I feel, um, you see a lot of those questions. So, um, the first question is, uh, I normally last a long time, sometimes too long, 
but with excitement and sensory overload, I turn into a Minuteman. And this is from the male's perspective. Uh, the second question is from the female's perspective. And she says, uh, we're a late 20s couple. Uh, the male half has always finished quickly, um, usually under a minute and sometimes 30 seconds with a hand job. Uh, apparently he can't take a Viagra because of uh, heart problems, which they don't describe. Um, and he's apparently talked to his doctor about it and said, you know, no Viagra. And she wants to know any tricks, tips, or natural base remedies. Yeah, this is a, I feel like, you know, um, how to get a gearbox, you know, to be able to shift into mm -hmm. more or less excitement as needed on demand. Yeah. Um, that I didn't appreciate how much goes into it. You know, um, I just thought, hmm, you get excited, you get excited, and you, you, you get full control over how long you're, you know, you're going to last. And I think I, that was my mindset when I started Lifestyle in our 20s as well. So I, yeah. I think that it's definitely a lot more complicated. So I can... Yeah. I can appreciate this question. Yeah, and there's a lot, there's a lot of pressure on on male performance in a lifestyle. You know, um, you either finish too quickly, and then you know maybe you don't give or get the experience you wanted, or you last way too long, and you know um, it starts to get uncomfortable for the woman, um, or you don't finish at all, and the woman takes it personally, like oh maybe he wasn't as excited uh, about me. Um, I had all of these experiences, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this extremely common uh, experiences. I think so did you. I, you know, you, I think you tend to be on the too long side, too long if you side. ask yeah. me. Well, I try for that perfect, like, we all try for that perfect medium, I think. But I, I definitely try to shoot for that perfect medium. Um, if I feel like I'm starting to finish too early, you know, I'll pause, switch back to oral. Um, maybe change to a different position that's less stimulating. And then also when you change positions, that gives you, uh, you know, some time to kind of reset, um, reset things. Hopefully you change into a less stimulating position. Um, you know, and then if I feel like I'm going too long, I, you know, try to think about things that I find arousing and, and that sort of thing. Um, just to try to hit it in that, that perfect middle. Um, not always successful. Um, there's been at least two or three encounters where I finished way, way, way too early. Um, and when that happens, um, you know, you can switch back to oral or, you know, if you finish that early, maybe you got some time to get a recharge and, and try again. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true too. She doesn't say whether he's able to, you know, yeah. What's what's his refractory. Yeah. Period? Go again. Um, from my perspective, I think it's better to finish too soon than not finish at all. If you ask me, yeah, you know, I, and I think that's true for most women. Um, they would rather have you finish too soon and then, you know, take that as a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a sign of how much they appreciated you or how much they were aroused by you. Um, so I, I think that's true for most women is that they would rather have you finish quickly than not at all. You know, the other piece with the guys that finish quickly, they're usually, um, you know, like they're so sorry and they just want to make your experience the best it's possible. So they will sometimes do like a really nice whirl and, you know, it's great. So how just, you know, say that really as a woman doesn't bother me nearly as much as you think it does yeah you know where it's like okay you know it's, it didn't happen for as long um let's talk a little bit about what you can actually do um 
No, so Viagra not being an option, you know. Which yeah, I don't fully understand that they didn't they didn't go into his to describe his heart problems, but you know a lot of times Viagra, many times Viagra is prescribed to people who do have heart problems or vascular issues that prevent them from having an erection. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know if this guy has not yet talked with a cardiologist or something like that, I think he you know it'd be reasonable to talk to a cardiologist about it. Yeah, just to clarify. Um, yeah. And it's also a couple in their late 20s, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so vascular kind of you know, yeah, pathology-wise uh, makes you wonder. Yeah, I'm I think very that, curious about what his heart problems are. Right? This is like our doctor's mindset is like yeah. wondering about all these questions. But um, there medication-wise, there are other options too. So, for example, um, SSRIs, um, which is a selective surgery. Prozac. Exactly. <laughs> Prozac, Paxil, um, you know, Celexa, you can try and see if, so what they will do is as they, a side effect, as a side effect, I should say. So as a side effect of this medication, you, you get, um, prolonged, you know, um, arousal, arousal or, and not time to arousal, prolonged time, delayed arousal. Right. And, yeah. um, delayed orgasm. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a side effect of this medication. Um, most of the time, you can find a sweet spot in terms of how much to take just to have a little bit of that side effect. Mm -hmm. um, and so you may not need the conventional dosing that otherwise, you know, people with depression take. Uh, the other piece that it might help with is anxiety. So let's oh, say yeah. this, you know, there's in kind of, you know, a lot of excitement, a lot of adrenaline on board, a lot of worrying, um, you know, that can help with that. Yeah, I think, I think in this post, um, I didn't mention it, but she was also saying he, he was maybe having some anxiety related erectile mm -hmm. dysfunction due to his, his, uh, I guess we'll call it premature ejaculation. Two birds with one stone, yeah, yeah. Right? So maybe, maybe the medication option for him might be a good idea yeah um other options um this might be a situation where a thick condom might actually be a good thing if you if you can get excited enough right so if mm -hmm. he gets excited and he doesn't actually have any difficulty you know with initial erection so if that let's say that's not an issue i feel like the condom with a little bit of the anesthetic can be another option you know so you can try it multitude of things and experiment, see what works well for you. Um, the other piece, you know, I feel like you could work with this with kind of looking at your thinking process and seeing if you can, you know, monitor your thoughts during the encounter and, and see if you can kind of mentally step Think away. Think about baseball? <laughs> the most boring sport? <laughs> Maybe not baseball. <laughs> Because, you know, <laughs> the baseball bat. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, th I'm just thinking about kind of how you could look into kind of how to throttle your excitement. Yeah. So that just about finishes off our Reddit Q&A part one. Uh, join us for our next episode.